welcome to a toast to rom-coms. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we are moving on from Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan to give you another classic rom-com lady, Julia Julia Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. I, I Sorry, I thought we were supposed to say it together, but we definitely weren't. We totally miss on those kinds of things. We could, can, like, Julia Roberts has a few. Oh, no. What'd you do? I lost my sticker that your daughter gave me. Well, it's not a tragedy. I mean, she she specially picked it for me. And at least I didn't get a dung beetle like some people. <laughs> oh, it's right here. Okay. Uh, it matches their hair. Yeah. I'll put it right here in this book and keep it forever. These stickers really aren't sticky, by the way. No, and I think it's because they're made to, like, not damage walls and things. So they just Uh, don't stick. I know. People have taken the fun out of everything. (sighs) Miss the good old days whenever things were still a choking hazard, but there weren't warnings. Your stickers actually stuck. Polly Pockets were more fun. Yeah. They really were. I know. It's because you could eat them. Because <laughs> they were choking hazards. <laughs> and now they're not. Now they're not. I find that they're way more obstructive now. I feel like you can still eat them, but they're more of a problem. I don't know. Because they're like this big now. Yeah. Instead of this big. But this big, if you eat it and it's like a half of an inch, it just comes out. No problem. Well, maybe it had to do with, like, they could put a warning on there and Mm. be legally Mm. absolved with a certain size. I don't know how shit works. (sighs) The old ones that had, like, the little circle stand that fits over. I those. Yeah. And you can't do that with these ones. Mm. They don't even sit properly. No. It's disappointing. The 90s. What a time. (laughs) We're, We're going back to the 90s today. So we're gonna get we're gonna get nostalgic again. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are, there is some nostalgia here. Oh damn! I forgot something I wanted to say about Meg Ryan. Say it now. All right. So go back <laughs> to the last Did you notice how Meg Ryan's eyebrows started like yes. a quarter inch into her eye? Yes, they were so short. It bothered me, and I kept looking at them. It bothered me, too. That's all I wanted to say about it. They were probably less than an inch long. Yeah. Maybe if you flattened the curve, they would be an inch. (laughs) The arch. But the arch is important. (laughs) If you grow hair, just grow it to stay brown. All right. So today we're talking about my best friend's wedding. Give us the facts, Allison, so we can get to this drawing. All right. The facts are... What the hell? Okay, here we go. My best friend's... My best friend's wedding (laughs) came out in 1997. Uh, Oh, I just saw that it had a PG-13 rating. I'm surprised because I think there are two F-bombs in it. Were there two? Maybe. Was there just one? I can't remember. I think just one. Okay. Stars Julia Roberts, Dermot Mulroney. I think so. Cameron Diaz and Rupert Everett. Mm -hmm. Special shout out to 
Susan Sullivan, who played the mother-in-law. Okay. Do you know who she was? Um, I knew I knew her, but I don't know what from. Are you ready for this? What? Castle. She's Castle's mom with the red hair. Oh. Okay, you did not have the reaction I was expecting. No, I thought it would be from something way more. Like... Yeah, I feel like we know her from something else. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it was lackluster. There goes my moment. I was hoping to awe you. <laughs> All right. It was directed by PJ Hogan and written by Ronald Bass. Okay. It's either Ronald Bass or it's Ronald Bass. It really could go either way. Well, how's it spelled? B-A-S-S. I'll go Bass. Okay. Like Chuck Bass. Okay. Is that Gossip Girl? Yes. <laughs> uh, and the drink to go with this is the Bridesmaid's Cooler. Is it? Nope. It's the Blushing Bride. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were talking about doing Bridesmaid Cooler, but we obviously changed our minds <laughs> and are doing the Blushing Bride. And it is um, St. Germain Elderflower, mm-hmm. um, a sparkling rosé wine. We are using one called Adulting. It's so tasty. And grenadine. And we're using the non-alcoholic grenadine syrup. You, That's usually what we use unless the recipe specifies. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing with this recipe. It's supposed to be in a champagne flute. But champagne flutes aren't that big, so we couldn't use the two ounces of St. Germain that it told us to use. Um, We had to cut it down to one ounce in order for the drink to fit into the glass. It's just, I I really question the two ounces of elderflower because elderflower is very sweet. Mm -hmm. And I feel like two is so much. If you we had done two, how much of the wine could you have topped it with? Oh, man, a, like just like a, what am I looking for? A, a splash? Yeah, thank you. Okay. So we're going to try it. It is a very pretty pink color. It is. Check out our Instagram at Toasty Romcoms to see the pics. There <laughs> uh, a lot of debates around the pictures. <laughs> but... We're using Marie's wedding champagne flutes. Aren't they pretty? They have hearts. They're very pretty. Did you get wedding champagne flutes? Absolutely not, because my husband doesn't drink. Oh, they're still nice to have. They're pretty. I cannot imagine another ounce of St. Elder or St. Germain in here. I was just going to say that. That would be disgusting. It would be like drinking cough syrup. Um, a full ounce is almost too much. I was going to say we should cut it down mm-hmm. to like a half of an ounce. Because this wine is good. And it's not a sweet wine. It's more of a dry wine, too. But when you combine it with the grenadine, grenadine is very sweet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think this is one you throw back and you just... I'm honestly looking forward to just drinking the wine by itself because it's really good. <laughs> I was surprised you didn't pour yourself a glass. I thought about down. it. I thought about it. Next drink two, I'll do it because I don't have to drive anywhere today. So if I had seen this on the cocktail menu at dinner, I may have <laughs> this instead of pissing the waitress off by saying none of the cocktails look good. Well, like I said, I still feel responsible because I provoked you. 
I honestly didn't think it would be offensive to say out loud. Who yeah. cares if someone doesn't like the drinks? Like I said, she didn't make them. Or maybe she did. Maybe, maybe she's like the mixologist in charge and she just made the menu. Well, what can you do? Tell you that your eggplant parmesan is going to take 50 minutes. <laughs> But don't worry, it's not because I forgot. What did she say? She said it was 25. It was 25. Just so you know, the eggplant parmesan takes 25 minutes to make. I wanted to let you know so you didn't think I was holding anything back on purpose. Which (laughs) automatically makes you think you're holding it back on purpose. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, so weird. (laughs) And I didn't know what the proper response to that was. So I just said, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Sorry you don't like me. <laughs> I wonder, I hope you can pick up your dog's breathing on... Wait, look, wait. You definitely heard his little <laughs> moan there. You should put the microphone by his little nose. Because he's so cute. He definitely has a little bit of sleep apnea. <laughs> Is that one? Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. He's a big boy and he wanted to come down with us. It was nice. It was nice. I was surprised he wanted to come down. I thought it was so he could lay on the couch, but he's just laying by our feet. Yeah, he's being a very good boy. He takes up the entire space <laughs> underneath the table. There is no room for our feet. Ooh, he's stinking me out. He he must have eaten some cardboard. It's <laughs> his parts are worse after he's eaten some cardboard. What? I don't know. Him and my other dog really like to eat cardboard as of late. That is so strange. And there's always some around because my kid likes boxes and her yeah. game boxes. So they'll just yank games off the shelf and chew up the boxes. Oh, I didn't even... Th- I thought, like, Amazon packages or something no. like that. Just, like, straight up games. Yes, and if they can get them open and there's a board, they will take the <gasps> board. <laughs> Did the Candyland board get destroyed? Yes. Okay. The, the Candyland... So, it had already been in half, if you remember. Right. So, one dog took one half <laughs> on one chair, and the other dog <laughs> took it on the couch, and there were just pieces on both couches. Yeah, it also changes the consistency of their bowel movements, in case you were wondering. I had a feeling. Mm -hmm. Probably not for the better. No, it it, uh, makes them harder. Mm -hmm. So Firms them up. That's what I mean. There you go. (laughs) The more you know. Firm BMs. Yes. Yeah. But anywho. (laughs) No, it's okay. This... This fart smell that I'm getting, it's like I'm at home. So <laughs> yes. it makes me feel right at home here. I mean it with my dog, not because I fart a lot. <laughs> Thanks for elaborating. I just felt like I needed to provide um, an explanation. Yes, thank you. I can't think of words. Uh, bodes well. We I haven't th- even been drinking. No, I know. I was thinking it's maybe from all the cookies I ate. The sugar rush. Yeah. Or the sugar crash. Yeah. Probably the crash. I have a Red Bull upstairs. I just didn't think it would mesh with. Ugh. I thought you were saving that for your ride home. No, I actually was saving it for now. Because like I said, this is like my my 
afternoon. You should have taken a nap by now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I usually take my nap from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is too funny. <clears throat> my sleep schedule isn't messed up at all. Hey. I'm sorry. My, my kid has talked to you about people who work at night, right? Mm-hmm. So she knows. She knows all about it. Yep. Some people work at night. Where'd you learn that from? What was that cute cartoon? Uh, Jojo and Grand Grand. Yeah, Jojo and Grand Grand. That was cute. I liked that one. Yeah. Did not care for Masha and the bear. That little child with her stupid teeth needed to be disciplined. (laughs) But she has no parents, we think, unless it's the bear. We're totally unsure. (sighs) See, it didn't bother me at first because the first couple seasons, they traveled to different countries and, like, showed different cultures. Which I thought was... Cool, but after seeing the one about America, very stereotypical. Like, America was all about cowboys and rodeos. We have a lot of those in Pittsburgh. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very tiny (laughs) example of what happens in America nowadays. Okay. So now I don't know how seriously to take the other cultures. Have you ever seen a rodeo in your life? Mm Mm-mm. No, I mean, short clips on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but that's about it. Nor do I want to go to a rodeo. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really desire to go to a rodeo either. No. I like watching someone get injured. I was just going to say, what are the odds that the person's going to get gored? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Slightly uncomfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know what? There was no gorings. And my best friend's wedding, except emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you a summary because I can't think of a transition. (laughs) Okay. Well, we forgot it last podcast, so I'm glad that you remembered because I definitely didn't. Okay. So my best friend's wedding is about a woman, Julianne, who has been... In love with her best friend, who's a guy, for nine years. They dated for a little bit. It didn't work. They just kind of became best friends. But his best, her best friend calls, says he's getting married. She's going to be in the wedding. And basically, she tries to break it up because she's in love with him and she wants him for herself. See, I, I somewhat disagree with your summary. Because I don't think she was in love with him. I think it was very much, this is my last chance. Like, it's not going to happen for me if it doesn't happen with this guy because no thing else is going to come along. I, which still makes her a shitty person. Oh, yeah. Everybody in this movie sucked. No! Except for George. Yes. Yeah. George was amazing. I didn't think Kimmy was a bad person. No, she's just... She's immature. 21. She doesn't have a fully developed brain. No, 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 no. She's 20. Oh, 20. Yeah. She was 20. I had subtitles on and I saw that 20 and I was like, squeeze me? Yeah. 20. Yeah. When do people, how many people these days in the United States still get married at 20? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope not many. Well, I think you'd be surprised. Oh, that's tough. I If I got married at 20, 
just wouldn't have gone well <laughs> because my brain wasn't fully developed. That's right. That's right. I get everyone's life circumstances are different and some people are more mature due to those circumstances, but we were not those people. And I don't think Kimmy's that person either. Yes. So, yeah, I, I didn't, I thought it, Jules was worse than you thought, even though you say she was a bad person and her reasoning for going after what's his fuck. I thought that she was just jealous and didn't want another girl to have him. I agree with you, but also he was the same way with Jules. He was jealous and didn't want a guy to have her. Don't you remember how he was with George? Mm-hmm. And that was shitty. I thought it had more to do with the fact that he thought that George was gay. No, I think you're making excuses for him. I don't think it was as shitty as person as Jules. Yeah. But he was still not good. Yeah. I will agree with that. And for more reasons than just that, that we'll talk about. So this is your first, the first time you've seen this movie in a while. In a while. I didn't like it before, and I still don't like it. I, it wasn't as bad as I remembered it. I think because I was maybe paying more attention to what was going on in the dialogue. Um, So, because I did like George a lot. If George wasn't in this movie, it would be unwatchable. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It was horrible. And it was horrible from the opening. I hated that opening. I'm so glad you said that. I said right off the bat I was annoyed by this song and this bride and yeah. It was I I don't know why they thought this super long opening was a good idea. I found it unbelievable that someone was like, yes, this is a great idea. And it was like the Supremes kind of a thing. Yeah. With like backup singers and choreographed. Choreography? It was choreographed. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh. I Don't could. correct me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It I always think It will not be the last time this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and it was an attempt to be silly, but it wasn't silly enough to pull off. I couldn't even tell that it was trying to be silly. I think the every once in a while they would do weird sound effects. And but it was so few and far between okay. it didn't make sense. I must have blocked it. Yeah, the weird light at the end, the dresses, like it was yeah. so out of place. I would have seen an opening like that more with the 40-year-old virgin or something about Mary than this kind of movie. Something that's going to be more slapstick or... Ridiculous. Yeah. So, it just didn't set the tone correctly. So, do you want to jump into our first characteristic of what makes a good rom-com? The unbelievability. Let's do it. I, I... That... The opening was my first unbelievability. I'm sorry. It was just that bad. Mm -hmm. So. Other than that, I really don't have a whole heck of a lot. Mm, I have some. And I, but I do, I meant to do an age check here because her and Dermot, right? Am I right? Dermot Mulroney? Yeah. 
They're supposed to be 28 in this movie. Yeah. And wait, this was 1998. Seven. 1997. Okay. So Julia Roberts right now. Here, I'll do Dermot while you're doing Julia Roberts. Is 54. So in 2002, she was 34. Oh, so that's probably... On par? On par, yeah. She was 34 minus 5. She was 29. So that's pretty much... Yeah, right on the money. It's true. Okay. Dermot... My bad. (laughs) No, I thought she looked age-appropriate. Okay. However, and I wrote this down, I think Dermot Mulroney is one of those people where he's looked old forever. Uh Like, he's perpetually, like, (laughs) middle-aged. I'm not saying it's bad because he's very ruggedly handsome. He is. But, so, he's 58 now. Okay. So, he was in his low 30s. Yeah. I... I just thought, I thought they both looked older. I, and just as a side note, I think I like Dermot Rorani better in the wedding date. Oh, oh, can we do that next? Sure. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Spoiler alert. I do too. And I think it would be a really good refresher after this. Yeah. Steaming pile of shit. (laughs) How do you really feel? So Cameron Diaz, by the way, is 49 years old now. So you said Julia Roberts is 52, 54? She's 54. Okay. So she would have been five years younger. So she would have been like, what, 24? 23, 24. Mm -hmm. So kind of... The ages are fine. Yeah. So there goes one of my unbelievabilities. It turns out to be true. I don't you? Isn't that crazy when that happens? Yeah. Do you know what I really liked about Cameron Diaz in this movie? Her eyebrows. I feel like her eyebrows were there. I thought they were still thin. But this is like how they normally are. Mm-hmm. They're still... But I, I don't know. I liked... I thought that they were more than they normally are. Is that mean? <laughs> Yeah, so that's, yeah. So what were your thoughts, and I don't have any kind of preconceived notion about this, what were your thoughts about Kimmy promoting Jules to be the maid of honor? Oh, it's terrible. Did you think it was believable? No. I didn't think it was either. I mean, I was going back and forth because I saw... You know, her best friend, shattered pelvis, shit happens. She has to find someone else to replace the maid of honor. My thing would be promoting someone from inside the wedding party, but she didn't have anyone in the wedding party. And then I thought, she's in college right now, and she only has one friend that she can call on? Look at her. She's definitely in a sorority. Yeah. Like, how... There's no way. So that was definitely an... Something that I thought could be unbelievable, and you just kind of cemented it. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. But I could see having her in the wedding party. Yeah. I could see having her be like your last bridesmaid. 
Because it's less common for then for women yes. to be a part of the groom's yes. party. I feel like it's more acceptable now. Now it's fine. Mm-hmm. And the, her family seemed super traditional. Mm-hmm. So, But you know what? Her family seemed very welcoming. Mm-hmm. Like they were rich and well off and stuff, but they didn't seem super uppity or snotty or mean. Right. So they were. They were very welcoming to Jules. Mm-hmm. And Jules just... Shit all over them constantly. Mm-hmm. It was upsetting. This movie is just so mean-hearted that it's hard to enjoy. I didn't laugh once. I think I did for something, but I forget what it was. Maybe, I'll come across it. Maybe. Hang on. Yeah, no. Oh, no. I said I didn't even laugh at the David sculpture gag. Oh, I didn't laugh either. I thought that was dumb. <sighs> so dumb. I mean, a poor execution. I, I, I don't know. Maybe if it was a different character, like if it was like the, the brother, it would have been funny if he was just like in the penis on a dare or something like yeah. that on the David Ice sculpture. Yeah. He agrees. Yeah. Murph was not a fan of this movie either. Mm-mm. What's an unbelievability for you? Besides Dermot Mulraney being one of those guys you can't believe was ever young. Let's see. (laughs) Hang on. That was my first one. So this is something. I don't know if this is a true unbelievability, but do you remember whenever he called Jules and was like, it's going to be one of those four-day weddings? Yeah. Is that a thing? I've never heard of okay. it before. <laughs> because he said that and I was like, what? <laughs> Is that something that happens? Yeah, I had never heard of that before. Um, and one of my unbelievabilities, I thought, was the fact that this was happening that soon. Yes. But he said he'd been trying to call her for a month. Yeah. So apparently it wasn't that soon. She was just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't call her best friend back. Yes. Um, I'm trying to find Dermot Moroney's first movie role. Yes. So that we can see what he looked like when he was young. Okay, I have my next... do after-school specials, (gasps) and that's amazing. Shattered if your kid's on drugs. (laughs) I think I really have two more unbelievabilities. Okay. That's it. So. I think it's your turn. Can we stop in the elevator to have this, like, little heart-to-heart with Jules? Good call. I didn't think that was believable. Wouldn't you get in trouble? Like, wouldn't they, like, find you and be like, hey, what's happening? And then wouldn't you get, like, a fine if it's a false alarm? I don't know. Because it's not like she was setting off the fire alarm. She just stopped the elevator. Is that a thing? I don't know. I feel like I've seen elevator stop buttons before, but I don't know why you would ever use one. No, that makes no sense. So, yeah. Unless maybe there's a shooter in the building on the next floor. Oh, maybe. And then yeah. you pause it so you're not going to get injured. They're going to be... Yeah. So that to me was a rough go. Here he is. First TV role. He looks like a dweeb. 
Dear me, can you please send that to me? And I'll post <laughs> it on Toaster Rom Rom. Or would you <sighs> prefer this picture? I think the previous. Okay. But that one was good. That hair is so feathered. <laughs> it's, it's feathered in such a way. <laughs> the sin of innocence. He does look younger than I ever imagined. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. Wait, what is it called? The sin of innocence? That's an oxymoron. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but that's what it is. Um, so then I also didn't appreciate and I, and I didn't find it unbelievable because a guy was giving her directions and sometimes things get guys like don't think of this to me but telling her what type of clothes to wear and giving her time to change before going to meet the family and then to the ballpark like she was in the same outfit Mm. that first day constantly and i thought it was an inappropriate outfit at some time i agree with you but i don't i didn't find that unbelievable especially since kimmy kind of confessed like keep your enemies closer keep you in like the the inner circle just to find out like mm-hmm. Kimmy what if Kimmy like planned that to make her look bad oh. I mean they didn't ever say that but like I don't think she's going to try to make them look you're good. putting a completely different spin on Kimmy than I thought of I think they're all bad I think they're all bad and they're all manipulative hmm. I think maybe just Kimmy has youth on her side so she does maybe she's not fully aware of what she's doing okay but she's still twisting things. Mm-hmm. Email at us at a toast to rom-coms. Please do. At gmail.com. If you like this movie, email us toast to rom-coms at gmail.com. I'm genuinely curious because I would love to know why you like it. Mm-hmm. What redeems this movie for you? Do you laugh? What do you find funny? <laughs> do you laugh? Do you laugh? <laughs> and why? <laughs> Um, do you want to go or do you want me to keep going? Uh, I'll go. Okay. My next unbelievability is, and I know this is supposed to be sexy, Dermot Moroni getting the ring off of Julia Roberts with his mouth. Oh, what the fuck was that? It was weird. It bothered me from the first moment I saw it in high school. I was like, does this happen? This isn't sexy. This isn't anything that I want a guy to do to me. Like... Can't get off with his mouth, his teeth. Like, I guess. Is he, like, slobbering on it to make it looser? That's what I thought. I'll have to have James do it as soon as this is over. Just to see if it works. I'll take off my engagement ring and see if he can bite it off. (laughs) (laughs) Bite off my wedding band. (laughs) Will he actually try it in front of everyone? I don't know. We'll have to do it during our second drink break, and then I'll have to let everybody know. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to get off, so we'll see if it even works. My band is very secure. Also, it's very funny because it has completely shaped my finger. Okay. So it just There's is permanently. Dent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's. Like that part of my finger is the is how it was however many years ago before. And it there's like a tan line there uh-huh. and everything. Yep. Um I hated that 
Jules kept calling it yucky love stuff. Like, you're almost 30. Can we grow up? Is this how people talk? Yeah. I mean, love is real. Just calm down. Yucky love stuff. But it also cemented to me that she was just jealous. Yeah. She doesn't want to be with him. She just doesn't want him to be with anybody else. Mm -hmm. So. If I can't have him, Mm -hmm. nobody else should. Yep. Do you, how many more do you have? Mm, I have a couple. I think I have two. I have more than two. Okay. Then you go. The dinner party that George is having, it kind of goes along with yesterday when you were talking about the New York parties. Who has dinner parties? I've never had a dinner party. It's so stressful. Like, Thanksgiving is stressful enough. And it's just family. You know who has dinner parties? Our father. I don't know why. I mean, he gets them catered. Well. I guess that's the only way to do it. But they're having this nice, sophisticated dinner party. That was in Bridget Jones's diary, too. Do we just not have fret, like the proper friends for dinner parties? Email us at toasttoromcoms at gmail.com. Do you have dinner parties? Do you have dinner parties? Let me know. Let me know about the frequency of these dinner parties. And what do you serve? I've I've been to parties as an adult, but it's just like drinking and yes. milling around. Yes. Appetizers. Yeah. Like a charcuterie board. And it's not wild. It's not like a frat party, but it's not like a sit down. Like 20 people or less mm. kind of a thing. Yeah. I don't know. How many, how many people do you need to have a dinner party? It depends on how many seats are at your dining room table. I only have six. Six. But what if I only have four? Well, are you counting the card table? <laughs> no, if I count the card table, I have like nine, <laughs> baby. There you go. So you can have nine people at your dinner Isn't party. it funny that the card table adds an odd number amount of people? <laughs> well, because you attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, do you want me to keep going? <laughs> I'll do one. Okay. And then you do however many, and then I'll do my last one. Okay. This is probably one of yours, though. The car chase. Where she steals the bread truck. She stole a car. No one called the police. Now, granted, Kimmy's family's wealthy, so maybe... Me- I was looking up how much... But just had a Rotten Tomatoes, and we were talking about a table, and I wrote my best friend's table. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend's table. (laughs) That table's great. It deserves a film. Um, It has 73%. That's too high. And it's a 73% audience score. It is too high. I'm surprised that it wasn't on the top 50. I absolutely hated their meeting at the wedding when they, like, when she accidentally bumped into him too hard. And they both laugh like, haha, this was so cute. No. Meeting at the wedding? The airport. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. They almost kissed. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy's right there. So bizarre. Yes. Um, I don't know why I wrote this down, because I don't remember what happened. But I wrote down Who Goes Gaga over a wedding band like this. Bands aren't that exciting. Oh, whenever he shows her the band and he was like, don't you think she'll love it? 
like in the office. Oh, yes, that's correct. I, mean, I thought I was going to use a coal band. <laughs> it was my fucking note. <laughs> yeah, the wedding band doesn't matter. Half the time you go pick it out by yourself. Like, you yep. know what I mean? You yep. go as a couple to make sure they match. Yep, that's exactly what happened. So, There's I, I not, thought that was dumb. It's not like fanfare. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's not- all about the engagement ring, like you said. Mm-hmm. Which, I didn't see Kimmy's... Her engagement I, ring. No. Surprising. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to. Do another one. Come on. You have to have it down, too. The sing-along at the restaurant. <clears throat> but George is just so wild. It's not the fact that the table was singing along. It's uh, then the whole restaurant. The restaurant. And the guy with the lobster claws is like waving his arms there were in the like back. Two or three of the lobster claws. Yeah. Someone hopped on a piano, a random piano in there and started playing the song. Um, remember when the young brother was like, who's Dionne Warwick? But then miraculously knew the words <laughs> to the song. I mean, as a thing. You know songs and you might not know the artist. I, but say a little prayer for me. Sure. Did you know the words before this song? Or movie? Yeah. I mean, I knew the song. I didn't know, like, I know, I say a little prayer for you. That's and then it. I, and then you know, forever, Yep. Nope. I don't even it. know that part. Oh, see? Yep. And he was singing along with, like, the whole thing. So, yeah, but that was a huge one, the sing-along at the restaurant. Did I enjoy it? Sure. It's the best part of the movie. But was it believable? Absolutely not. It's so funny. I didn't even have that down. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe next time we go to a restaurant... We should just try it and see, see what happens. <laughs> next time when we piss off our next waitress, <laughs> let's just try the sing-along. <laughs> let's make sure the restaurant's super fancy, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Duquesne Club. Oh. I bet you the guy would hop on the piano. It's It would be very 50-50. I want to say it would be 60-40. We should ask him to play this song on the piano if he's there. And, like, try to get in, like, the beginning before he starts. Uh-huh. Hot, like, sit on the piano and, like, <laughs> dangle our, like. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is it a grand? I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. Naturally. Of course. Um. There's the ring with the mouth. Ugh. It makes me cringe. So Jules never carries a purse with her. I don't carry a purse with me. A lot of the times. Especially if I'm not driving. Sometimes the only reason I bring a purse is so I can put my keys in it. She would have had a hotel key. Do you know what my wallet looks like? Did you see her cell phone? Oh, good call. She had it in her back pocket the majority of the movie. You can't sit on that. That's going to create major back problems later in life. (laughs) Yes. And you can't fit it in a girl's front pocket. Mm -hmm. So at restaurants, it was either in her lap... Or it should have been on the table, and it never was. She needed a fucking purse, and she never had one. So I'm did just... she have like a secret secret belt clip on? No, I did <laughs> not see that. Nor did she have a fanny pack. Do you remember how Dad had one of those? Oh yes, oh, the Nokia. <laughs> I love the Nokia. Honestly, 
That and the razor, like my favorite. The razor, things. absolutely. <laughs> Except when you were texting and you missed your letter, Ugh. and you were like, "Oh, it sucks." Okay, I have like two left. Mm. Granted, they're big ones. Okay, so my unbelievable, my last unbelievability is that the wedding even happens after all of the emotional strife that's happened. I didn't find that unbelievable. I found it unbelievable she was still included in the wedding. Okay, that's fair. So even if they kept her as maid of honor in the ceremony, she should have been kicked out for the receptions. Mm -hmm. And she gave a speech. Mm -hmm. Like, I found all that unbelievable. But before that... Michael, right? That's his name. Mm-hmm. Thanks her for loving him that much and doing all this for him. So fucked up. It's like I like I said, everybody is so manipulative in their own way. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a snake. So I I just she's causing the breakup possibly of your marriage or your future marriage, and you're thanking her for doing all this dramatic stuff. It's like an ego boost to him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Everybody's so unhealthy. Everybody in this needs, like, a lot of therapy. Except George. Except George. George knows who he is. He's He was happily married. And he was telling her the truth the entire time. He was married? Mm-hmm. Didn't you see the couple's picture? It was really fast. At the dinner party, whenever the phone rang and the message picked and the voicemail picked up and everybody could hear it, there was a picture of him with his... Maybe it was just a boyfriend, but it was like some kind of a partner. Oh, I in a photograph. See it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he was married because he gave her her ring. His he gave her his ring to wear as an engagement ring. Oh, did it come off of his wedding? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He was married because I knew he was at like at least together. Okay, but yeah, I think he was married. Okay, totally didn't pick up on that. So he was like the only secure healthy person in this movie yeah he told the truth too like he was he and she goes what happens when i tell him i love him he says well he still marries her Mm -hmm. and you have to deal with it Mm -hmm. he he knew he absolutely knew he picks kimmy he said it yeah so i do want another drink before we continue on yeah like we need yep all right guys Toast to rom-coms is not afraid <laughs> to do a hard-hitting journalism. <laughs> this is what you're calling it. Uh, so when we got our next drink, we <laughs> um, asked the men to do the mouth-finger trick. And then I think we all did it except I didn't do it to my husband. Correct. And my husband didn't do it to me, but I tried to do it to my husband. <laughs> oh, no, he did do it to me. He, did, he did it to you. Yeah, he did. Because he used my ring. <laughs> and I had to wash my hands to get my husband's spit off of it <laughs> before you did it. So it was unanimous. It is not sexy. Not sexy. And in a lot of cases, not possible. And I you also have to be careful not to bite someone. <laughs> Sorry, Bernard. So you bit Bernard's finger very hard. I didn't mean to. My teeth are just bigger than I think they are. 
Do you file them down? Do you, <laughs> typically, I'm not a guinea pig, and I don't think daily to file them down. So my experience was that, as we were talking about before, I have very large fingers. <laughs> and first of all, Marie's not wearing her wedding band at this time. I usually don't wear mine. I'm just like... yeah. A lot of the times, mine just doesn't come off. Anytime I have salt, (laughs) finger swells up, I can't get it off. Um, But I went up to James and I was like, do you remember this part in this movie? And he was like, no. Of course. And then I said, well, this is what you got to do. And he was like, why do I have to do this? (laughs) And I said, because we need to research it. And so he put... My finger in his mouth, and I felt his uvula, (laughs) (laughs) and I couldn't stop laughing because I'm basically gagging my husband, (laughs) and he couldn't get it off. He got it very spitty enough, but then as soon as my finger came out of his mouth and my ring was, like, on my knuckle, he was like, next time I gotta get more saliva. (laughs) Next time. Because it will happen. (laughs) Just another one of those, you know, foreplay. (laughs) gotta get my wedding ring off so unless julia roberts has really stubby fingers i don't know if i want dainty how about dainty or what if short just short short fingers umbrage but she's like professor umbrage don't you remember how they kept calling her hands stubby i don't remember Uh, okay Potter heads out there. Uh, hey, you also know more than me and Harry Potter. It's been proven. It has? Yeah. We played that board game. You won, hands down. At uh, the start of pandemic, remember we had Zoom board I game? I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a wild time. <laughs> Still <clears throat> happening. Yep. Anyway. But also, like... How do you separate, like, I don't know if you saw James spread my fingers and it was like a little too sexual because you like seriously went. (laughs) Remember whenever we were dressing that turkey, we had to spread the legs. It was like that, but with my fingers. And it was like, I was like, I hope no one's watching this. And Dermot Mulraney definitely didn't do that. <laughs> so, I... Whoever came up with this idea for the movie did not try it out in real life. <laughs> it is wrong. Not sexy. Uh, You know, in real life, even if you've been married to the person for quite some time, they want to know, why am I doing this? (laughs) (laughs) You not just take your finger and go, all right. And and even when they do trust you, you prove them wrong by biting them. (laughs) And say, oh, I didn't know I bit you. (laughs) Oh, that was fun. Oh, yes, it was. I like these movies best. <laughs> like So you we... can shit on them? <laughs> no, like where we try something else. 
Like, oh, um, oh, while you were sleeping. Yes, the train tracks. <laughs> but we proved that correct. That worked. That did yeah. work. Yep. Who knew that movie would be more believable than this one? <laughs> was there something else that we tried? I'm sure there was, but I don't, I don't remember. remember. Oh, one other thing I wanted to say about the ring thing that makes it not sexy. <clears throat> Julia Roberts was a smoker Mm. in this movie. And, like, if you're smoking, your hands smell like a cigarette. And they smell gross. And so you probably taste that. So he's, like, tasting her cigarette hands. And it's just not cool. Does he grab the cigarette from her and start smoking it, though? I forget. No, he says, you got to stop this. It's killing you. And he puts it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Paul Giamatti was the one who took it from her and started smoking. (laughs) Why not? Paul Giamatti? (laughs) Yeah. We all got to get our start somewhere, guys. Mm -hmm. And for Paul Giamatti, it was as the bellboy. I thought he did a great job acting. I'm not even kidding. Very believable. Yeah. (laughs) This is a non smoking floor. (laughs) Yeah. It was like uh, Viola Davis and mm. oh yes, Kate and Leopold pick up the poop, pick up the poop, sir. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, what do you think? I didn't try the drink yet. Oh, it's good. It's better with the mm-hmm. half. with a little bit less, with a quarter of the amount of elderflower you're supposed to put in it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's so much better. Yeah. So tips for this drink. If you want to make it, it is really actually very good with just a, a half a shot of elderflower liqueur. Yeah. And I think it was only a quarter shot of grenadine. I might have even done less. But Okay. It's nice. Grenadine is just... <clears throat> cherry's not our favorite. I do love a dirty Shirley, though. I know. But I think it's different. I think the, the grenadine accents the Sprite or ginger ale in such a way. Excuse me, the lemon lime flavor mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. it. So you have that tartness with the sweetness, but mm-hmm. the grenadine on top of the sweet or wine on top of the, the sweet. sweet liqueur just mm-hmm. doesn't work. Yeah. Um, okay. So obstacles to these two being together. Well, well, number one. Just, yeah, just name him off. Just he's engaged and getting married in, like, three days. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big one. It's pretty huge. Yeah. I would think that there's actually another one. Well, the fact that she doesn't love him is That's a big one. a big one, but I was thinking of something else. I'm thinking that they've already tried this and it didn't work then. Yeah. They went out for a month or whatever. They're incompatible. Like, I'm sorry. Can you put your drinks? It's really precarious. It's fine. Um, He wants a certain type of love that she doesn't want to give. Perhaps she's incapable of giving it. Right. And again, fine. Mm -hmm. But... You have to be willing to acknowledge that you can't fulfill someone's needs or that person has to acknowledge it. And they did all those years ago and nothing's changed except that he's getting married to someone else and she doesn't want that to happen. Oh, they're going to have to wash it. Damn it. You should have just wiped it up. <laughs> you can't see anything. I know, but I know it's there. 
I just washed my dress and I didn't want to have to wash it again, but I dripped wine on it and I have to wash it again. You don't. You can't see it. Wait till it dries. All right. And then see. Okay. So I think that's it. I think you're right. They tried it before. It didn't work. And she hasn't grown that much. Their relationship really confused me because it never seemed like even after they were like, look, this didn't work out. Let's be best friends. It never seemed like it was 100% platonic. It seemed like they had a friends with benefits kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't think you can share, like, a best friendship being, like, friends with benefits. I feel like there's a line. Well, I definitely don't think they can do it anymore. (laughs) Like, I think... I mean, just their friendship in general. Like, they talked about taking trips together and getting together. I would have a real problem with that as Kimmy. Like, Mm -hmm. this bitch tried to break us up, and you want to go on a trip with her? You want to call her and just catch up, even? Yeah. So... And she even makes that joke, like, except for the hot affair we have twice a year. Ha ha. And he laughs along with it. It's mm-hmm. like, this is a weird joke to make. Yes. He even says at one point, he even says, you look really good without your clothes on. Mm-hmm. And that's so awkward. Like, would he have still said that if Kimmy was there? I don't know. It It's inappropriate. So, lots of problems with them getting together, which they don't get together in the end, so... Makes sense. Yes. Um, chemistry. Really not any for me personally. I didn't have, I didn't, and maybe it's because I'm biased because this movie just really rubbed me the wrong way to begin with, but I didn't see chemistry between anybody in this movie except for like George with everybody. Like I thought he played off of everybody very well. Mm-hmm. But like Kimmy and what's his face and jewels and what's his face i thought that some of that was a product of the directing and to show like the differences in the relationships like i'll agree with you on george and i think because he's quote unquote objective outsider he didn't have a problem relating to anybody because he really had no horse in the race. Yeah. Whereas Julia Roberts's character wanted something and that affected how she interacted with Michael. And then that made it awkward for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it had to do with the plot and how they were told to act more so than the characters themselves. I thought Kimmy did a good job with everybody most of the time. Yeah. I think she came <clears throat> off genuine. Do you say genuine or genuine? I say genuine. Okay, me too. I'll be. Yeah. Um, I just can't say genuine without thinking of Pony. So good. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try to sing, sing it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there were certain parts that they were... It's like you're saying. I think it's probably the directing. 
because you see the certain parts where they're trying to force the chemistry, like them bumping into each other at the airport, the ring thing that we <laughs> experimented on. Um, what about the scene between Michael and Jules on the boat? Which was the perfect time for her to say, I do love you. He gave her the opening. Do you think things would have turned out differently if she would have said it then? Yes, I do. I think it was kind of like her speak now or forever hold your Mm -hmm. peace moment. And she chose not to say it. It's so weird because he was even like, let's spend the afternoon alone. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just so... How can... If you're Kimmy, how can you ever trust him again? Well, I mean, to, to be fair to him... He didn't lead Jules on in that kiss moment. But how many times before that moment did he lead her on? How it, but she addressed this. She was this perfect person. She had to get to know her. And you roll your eyes at me, but I think that was the movie's way of getting out of this. <sighs> By her acknowledging head on that Jules was a competitor for Michael. I keep feeling like Michael's the wrong name. No, Michael's the right name. I I don't like it. Do you think it's Michael Scott? Is that, like, who you're thinking of? I don't know. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. Are you thinking of Michael Caulfield from Grease 2? (laughs) Michael! (laughs) I just think of Frenchie screaming it at the end when he takes off the biker goggles. Yes. (sighs) I don't know. There's just... (laughs) I was going to check it, and then I was like, fuck it, I came this far. No, it's definitely Michael. Um, I thought that that moment there was chemistry there, and that they played it well. I guess the actual kissing, like, I thought Julia Roberts and Dermot Mulraney's kiss on the gazebo Mm -hmm. was better than Kimmy and Michael's kiss. In, like, the restaurant and whenever they were, like, canoodling or whatever. hmm It's just... This movie is just terrible. That's not good. I knew we had to do it. That's why I agreed to do it. hmm Because it is considered, like, a rom-com classic. Why? I think there's probably a ton of people... Anybody who has an unrequited love is watching this movie and being like... <laughs> I'm not judging... But I'm just saying, I feel like that's the, the target audience. I don't know who the target audience is. Like like you said, the two main characters are not people you root for. I wrote those exact words down. Right. Do you even root for Kimmy? Who do you root for in this movie besides George? And you can't really root for George because he's... He's not doing anything to root for. He's fine. He's got a great life. You're like, please listen to George. He's telling you. (laughs) Like the moment when he, and he has great chemistry with everyone. Mm -hmm. I wrote down the scene where he meets Kimmy in the church was absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, she's downplayed the stereotype. Like when he's acting straight and he just can't. But then he sees her, he smacks her butt. Yeah. Everything is perfect about that moment. There was such a funny boob grab that he did. Yes, I wrote it down too in the Uh, car. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like smacking him away. But she wanted 
it. She said, like, act this part for me. And then she's, like, telling him not to do it. One thing bothered me about that scene. He asked, Michael asked what George was doing there. And Jules said, he came in to fuck me. And I was like, this does not belong in this movie. It doesn't. It was completely set the wrong tone. It was like the opening. It didn't match it. But George had the perfect response, and I did laugh at it. It takes a few hours. <laughs> yes. I laughed at that. But I was like, why did they feel the need to put this in here? Why did they feel the need to get the PG-13 rating mm-hmm. for one fuck that felt out of place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, George was perfect. and all. Be all. And maybe the lack of chemistry was something that was supposed to come off. I have no idea. I really couldn't tell you. I just thought it was bad. It's all bad. I thought Kimmy's immature act fell flat a lot. Like, when she's crying in that restaurant... That was a lot. It was. And to me, it was the undeveloped brain. Like, I get the emotion, and I think it's completely her age. I thought it was believable, but it was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. I And it just goes, to, like, she's not ready to be married. Mm-hmm. And to to go further, she's quitting college. Yes. She's quitting school. And doesn't that seem manipulative of Michael? Yes. She wanted to be, and she says it multiple times in the movies, like, I'm giving up my career. I'm giving up my life. And she's just expected to travel around with him wherever he goes for these sports articles. And a shitty job, yeah. which he loves. And hey, whatever. You don't have to get paid a lot. You love what you do. Do it. Mm-hmm. But don't, like, force someone mm-hmm. to... And that's how it came off that, essentially, he talked her into this and she's doing it because she doesn't want to go back on her word, which is bullshit. Yeah. I I just thought, going back to that dinner where she was crying, there was just so much manipulation on both sides. And then she definitely started crying to stop him mm-hmm. from... And it's just so unhealthy. And, like, this is how their marriage is going to work? Mm-hmm. No. And how, like, powerful a person her dad was, I can't imagine that he was okay with her quitting school. Mm-hmm. Like, his money down the drain. Like, her future possibly down the drain. Right. I mean, I'll, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but I'll, I'll say it later. Okay. So I'm pretty much done with... Well, let's just... We're already talking about it, so let's just say it. Do they stay together? Do they stay together? No. Absolutely not. Kimmy and Michael do not stay together. They get divorced and... Probably within a year. Yeah. She's going to get tired of living in shitty hotels and Mm -hmm. not having her friends, her dreams. She's going to be bored. Yeah. Game over. 
Now, the question is, do Michael and Jules get together after they break up? Maybe for a rebound, but it's not going to last. Completely agree again. They're just too different. They'll get together for a few hours for a fuck. (laughs) Takes a few hours. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just think he wants a relationship she's incapable of giving. And that's fine, like I said, but just be honest. Yeah. Um... So, like, moment they fell in love, there is none. Right. Because you don't... Well, especially, like you said, with Jules and Michael, not in love. Mm-hmm. Kimmy and Michael, are they in love? Or do they just think they're in love? Um, Maybe they're in love. But I don't think it's a lasting love. I just think they're in two very different places in their lives and it can't last i mean you're 20 and your person is like 20 is just such a pivotal time you're still close to high school you know you're still figuring things out she already resents him for having her quit school Mm -hmm. that resent is gonna grow and grow and grow and grow Mm -hmm. and the question is is she going to get pregnant to try to fix the relationship? Yes. And then that's going to go bad, too. So, there's that. Um. So, no moment they fell in love. They're not staying together. Iconic scene. We both know. The sing-along. Say a little prayer for you. That's right. Yep. Unequivocally. Wait, did we do iconic scene? We did an yeah. iconic scene. So moving on to final thoughts. Do you want to talk about anything specific? I do have a couple things from the movie that I do want to touch on because they didn't really fit with anything else. Okay. I want to talk about, I did actually enjoy the bridesmaid's dress. I loved Julia Roberts' dress. I liked it before the sparklies were added. Uh-huh. And I thought it was a very good color for her. I think that they added that stuff to match the other bridesmaids' dresses. Because they were gaudy. Yeah. But I did like the bridesmaids' dress for sure. (laughs) However, the wedding dress? Ugh! Terrible! Oh my god, there was so much fabric in random places. I know, it didn't make sense. It's like they sewed together four dresses. It was coming out of her cleavage. It was coming out of the shoulders. It was coming out of the... Like... What? But her mm-hmm. hair was really cute. I liked her hair. Yeah. Like with the French roll or whatever. Yeah, I did too. But God, that wedding dress. It was bad. Ooh. Yeah. Um. So to go talk about that, since we're on talk, we mentioned the wedding. They had a different ending to the movie. Oh. Where she met, or Jules met a man at the reception. John Corbett. Oh! But that didn't go well with test audiences. So they changed it because audiences love George. And they wanted more of him. So that's why that ending came up to be. I like that ending too. Like, I wouldn't want Jules to meet a guy because I wouldn't want her to be rewarded for bad behavior. Exactly! For bad behavior. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Even though George coming is kind of like a reward, but at least she won't be happily ever aftering with him. Yes. Yeah, completely agree. And then I also thought it was interesting that um, Russell Crowe was the first choice for Michael, which I just do not see at all. I don't... Has he been in a rom-com ever? I don't think so. Yeah, he's not a rom-com guy. And their table read went bad. So, just new chemistry, I guess. Yeah. So they left that. I um, wanted to talk about how Kimmy said that she was worried about Jules going through all those men and broken relationships. Oh. Talk about bitchy. Yeah, that's a great point. So she pinpointed a weakness and went to it. You saw Kimmy had that side of her a couple times. I I do have that written down. Yeah, but I didn't think about it. And whenever Jules goes to fix the wedding and sees her in the bathroom and Kimmy's like, you big haired bitch or whatever. Fair, though. Oh, yeah. At that point, fair. Yeah. I love that, um, who called it at the sing-along the Doris Day Rock Hudson extravaganza? George! And it was just perfect, and I know it was on purpose, but it just cracked me It up. was George, and it's like, he clearly can't hide who he is. <laughs> because Rock Hudson was gay. Yeah, exactly. So it was great. Yeah. I did like that the women gathered around them in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and i like that they explained how she was able to find her in the bathroom because at first was like how the fuck did she know in all of these bathrooms she was there and then she's oh she sweet talked a guard Mm -hmm. which was still a little far-fetched but at least they acknowledged Mm -hmm. it i found that this movie is included among the american film institute's um list of 500 movies wait it's it's hard to decide. This movie it was either nominated for the top 100 funniest American movies or was in the top 100 for the f- top 100 no funniest. No way. It's right here. 400 movies nominated for okay. the top 100. So okay. America's Greatest Love Story. Blech. Yeah. No. But that... The facts also said that they twisted this for maid of honor were like the gender thing. I disagree with that, but I think that's what we should do next. I think so too. I agree. I still want to do the wedding date. Let me scratch out. No, you should still keep it because we will do it. Oh, well, I didn't. I can still (sighs) say it. It's just. All right. Maid of honor. Oh, I just. Picked up on the play of words with the spelling. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen Maid of Honor. No way. Yeah, I've never seen it. I just know Patrick Dempsey and what is it, Selma Blair? No. And I'm begging somebody? I'm putting the wedding date down too so we don't forget. Because I swear we had another movie besides this one for after the Tom Hanks Meg Ryan one. I mean, yeah, we just spout shit off. Yeah. Um, Michelle Moynihan. Oh. Uh, do you have any more final thoughts? I do not have any more final thoughts. I think it it really 
bums me out that George was such a stellar part of this movie, but I don't want to watch this movie anymore because it's not good. It's <laughs> terrible. And it's not uplifting. It's not funny. So if we were doing martini glasses, I'd probably do a two and a half. I was going to go two. I think George deserves the extra half. Uh, no, I'm giving it an extra half for George. It's everywhere. Like, the movie has no one feeling. It's hard to root for any of the main characters. You've got to have somebody likable. Like, a main character that you like or relate to. Julianne just did so many bad things. Honestly, she should have been arrested at some point for identity theft Mm. or fraud or something along Mm -hmm. that sort. It was just ridiculous. I did really like her outfit with that green crop top and those... She loved crop tops in this movie. She, I mean, I loved them, too. They looked great. Mm-hmm. And those black jeans. And it's, like, so now, too. Like, that has come back. It is full circle. Yeah. So, I just thought she did look great. Her, her hair. Her hair was great. Her eyebrows were great. The natural makeup... She looked great. I loved her eye makeup for the wedding, too. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Julia Roberts, you look great. She still, yeah, she always looks great, really. Mm -hmm. I didn't like her hair in Notting Hill, but her face is always beautiful. Notting Hill, she had like that. It was straight. It was shoulder length and straight. Like, the natural is just so pretty. Yeah. Like, a la pretty woman. So, not a great one, guys, but... We've learned things. We have learned things. Don't try to get rings off with your mouth. Number one. I just remembered how Bernard was like, don't choke on it. Please get that out of your mouth so you don't swallow it. (laughs) Uh, So next time up is made of honor. And until then, guys, email us toast to romcoms. It's so hard to not put that article. A. Yes. Mm-hmm. Toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Um, movie suggestions, drink suggestions, how you felt about this movie, when you laughed about this movie. Did you find anyone besides George likable? Did you laugh at this movie? Yeah. Um, reminders, please submit rom-coms since we are a rom-com podcast. We don't really do any kind of, like, dramas or anything. Sometimes we bend the rules for, like, Halloween. Yeah, or if there's an action movie we really want to watch. Like, Hobbs and Shaw, maybe. (laughs) Still really hoping for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, we love feedback. Let us know. Um, and follow us. Twitter is a toasty romcoms. Instagram is at toasty romcoms. Website toastyromcoms.com. And that's it. That's it. Click those stars. Let us know that you love us. And until then, please watch up, drink up, and cheers. cheers.